First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves, featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves here on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobble is here with us and Jenna, you brought along a new guest. I did. Today I have with me Daniel Schumacher. He is one of our member experience advisors here at First Alliance Credit Union. And I am going to turn it over to Daniel and let him share some information about himself. All right. Good morning, Daniel. An update on who he is. Good morning to both of you. Um, and thank you for having me. This is an awesome opportunity. And I've listened to multiple previous ones, and there's a lot of good information to share. So I'll see what I can bring to the table today. But uh, been with First Alliance for just over a year now. Um, started as a lending advisor, and we've transitioned over to being what are called member experience advisors, uh, but really here to help with any needs that a member might have. And uh, if I can't uh, help you, point you in the right direction at least. All right. Any particular branch that you're located at? I'm located at the 16th Street location, uh, southeast, uh, kind of by the fairgrounds. Sure. Uh, exciting time for us. We just reopened our branch uh, last Monday, mm-hmm. uh, so we're welcoming our members back in, and our drive-ups will actually be opening this afternoon. Awesome. Uh, uh, Friday. So Awesome. Okay. So last week, we talked about how to avoid becoming a financial statistic. What are we going to yeah. cover today, Jenna? Yeah, so we've talked a lot about the different ways that you can avoid going into debt on this show. We've also talked a lot about how you can pay off debts that you have. But what we haven't talked a whole lot about at this point is how to really understand the different types of loans that exist out there. Um, So that's really kind of what we're going to be focusing on today is understanding when it is time to take that step and, and take out a loan. I mean, it's unavoidable. You're, at some point in time, you're most likely sure. going to have to take on a loan for one thing or another. Unless you're so it's really, born with a trust fund or something. <laughs> yes, yes. And even then, who knows? You <laughs> might not be good managing that money and you may still end up broke. So we've talked about that before, too. Yes, we have. <laughs> um, but it's just really important for our listeners to really know and understand their options when it comes to borrowing money when they do need to. Um, because really, at the end of the day, the worst thing that you can do as a borrower is be uninformed about what your options are um, and what it is you're exactly agreeing to when you sign on the dotted line for a loan. So right. that's it, kind of what we're going to dig into, the different it, types it of It is loans. a contract is what you're signing, yeah. It is, exactly. Okay, so let's start with the basics. Daniel, what are the different types of loans? Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Andy. Uh, So just to kind of break it down into two simple categories, uh, really loans break into either secured or unsecured. Um, And secured meaning that there is a loan backed by collateral. Uh, Most commonly, uh, you're going to look at uh, a mortgage or a car loan. Um, And in this case, uh, in the case of a car loan, uh, the collateral would be uh, the vehicle in which you're driving or you have a loan on. Uh, But really, collateral could be many different things. Uh, could it could be real estate. It could be your checking, your savings, CDs. Uh, it could be vehicles, uh, stocks, mutual funds that you own, uh, insurance insurance policies, including life insurance, um, and then high end collectibles, precious metals. Um, those are more rare, uh, but it's certainly something that um, you know credit unions and institutions would take a look at doing a loan against. Um, when you take out a secured loan. The lender puts a lien uh, on that asset as you offer it up for collateral. 
what a lien is is simply the credit union being uh, sort of the owner of that until the borrower pays back uh, that loan or contract. Once the loan is paid off, the lender removes their name, and uh, they, the owner then owns that asset free and clear. So I imagine, Daniel, that for collateral, it's a lot easier for the financial institution if the collateral is something that has a title to it, a piece of paper. Correct. Yep. And, and, and for reasons and, and purposes of us being able to be listed on that title, um, it's less risk to the credit union as well. So sure. you'll see better interest rates on secured loans typically. Um, but in most cases, you know, you think of your car loan, uh, it's titled through the state of Minnesota. We're just listed on there until the loan is paid off, essentially. Okay. So what's unsecured, I imagine, would be the other type. Yeah, so unsecured, on the other hand, has no collateral for the loan uh, to be extended. Uh, Think of student loans, personal loans, credit cards are pretty common examples of unsecured loan. Uh, There is no collateral with these loans, and the approval for the loan is based in large part to the credit score of the individual and their history of repaying debts. Uh, for this reason, unsecured loans may have a higher interest rate, but not always. Um, you always want to make sure that you come to First Alliance first to see uh, what rate you can achieve. Um, but in most, case, in most cases, uh, unsecured loans are going to have a higher interest rate because we don't have that collateral to go along with it. Okay. Uh, they, they also can be more challenging, but not impossible, uh, to get approved for someone that has lower damaged credit. But I can imagine from your position at First Alliance, a person who comes in there with a stellar credit rating, that translates into less risk. Yeah, absolutely. Less risk for the credit union and uh, a higher higher likelihood of approval. That's why it's so important to get off on the right foot when it comes to lending and making sure that you're making the right decisions at a young age. Okay, so what kind of scenarios would you consider for using a secured loan versus the unsecured loan um, for my personal financial goals? Yeah, great question. Um, The truth is sometimes you don't have a choice. For example, for an auto loan or a mortgage loan, those types of loans automatically have collateral built into them. Um, You'd be hard-pressed to find a financial institution that would finance a large asset like a mortgage without having some collateral involved. Um, Having collateral tied to the loan shifts more of the risk on the borrower uh, because if they were to default, the lender has the right to claim that asset. Uh, For instance, if you don't pay your mortgage, uh, the the option of foreclosure um, and we possessing the house, the, the institution possessing the house after the, the fact um, would, would be in all likelihood if they were to default on those payments. Um, when you do have a choice, though, and it comes to looking at types of credit such as a personal loan or credit card, a personal loan can be used for a multitude of different things, vacations, car repairs, weddings. It all, re- all really depends on the you know stage of life the individual is at. Uh, a credit card is a great example of an unsecured loan uh, for day-to-day purchases. Um, you know, we have credit cards here at the credit union that allow you to earn rewards for um purchases that you make and then pay that back on a monthly basis or if you have an emergency you have the ability to pay back over time as well Um, while personal loans and credit cards are most often offered as an unsecured loan we do have secured personal loans and credit cards as well for those that might have you know hardships and and things uh, on their credit report that may be negative uh, we want to get them back on the right foot and from a credit union standpoint if we were to secure a credit card say against a savings account it's less risk to us, therefore more likelihood of us being able to get the member approved. So 
maybe um, d- doesn't First Alliance have a somewhat of a unique um, program for dealing with those types of situations where, let's say, you're a young person who has no credit rating and wishes yeah, to absolutely. get a credit card? We- yeah, we want to get people off on the right foot, and in most cases, as long as you're employed and you have, um, you know, at least a month or two worth of, of pay history, um, we want to make sure that we're making credit available for young individuals or people that maybe long, are further along in life and, and have not established credit. Um, so we want to work with people all along the, the stages and be able to help and assist uh, if it's if it's no credit at all or negative credit history we want to be able to help in any way that we can so without naming names <laughs> have you run into any really unique or strange reasons for loan request yeah well uh, yeah um, safe to share on air I guess I don't know uh, no, I <laughs> I, I, mo- probably the most glowing one uh, I had here about a month ago, um, and an individual was sick when she was younger, and she had some medical bills and, and uh, got behind on rent, and you know that was three years ago. She had since est- got established a good job and had been trying to pay back some of those items, but um, was really just making the minimum payments, and we were able to consolidate all those things into a, a unsecured loan or a signature loan is sometimes what it's called and give her a a fixed monthly payment with a fixed rate that was much lower than what she was paying on her credit cards and talked to her the other day and she was just so grateful that we were able to sort of uh, help her in that situation and and really get her back on the right foot from a time uh, previously where she just was looking for a helping hand and, and didn't necessarily know where to go at that time. So there's a great example of where an unsecured loan was appropriate. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, you know, it was something where, you know, we, we go through her balance sheet and her budget sheet and we say, how much can you pay? And and then we also talk about assets because, uh, again, the secured loan may have a better interest rate, but if someone doesn't have, you know, that trust fund that you talked about, Andy, uh, or <laughs> that uh, vehicle that has quite a bit of value left on it, then we're, we're kind of relegated to looking at other options. And, and that's where an unsecured loan really made sense for. Okay, fantastic. Well, we're talking about loans unsecured versus secured maybe we can talk about some of the pros and cons when we come back with more good money moves right here on news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm good money moves continues in moments with andy brownell and jenna tobble from first alliance credit union this is news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm playhouse is back in person talking good money moves with andy brownell and jenna tobble from first alliance credit union on rochester's news talk 1340 kroc am and 96.9 fm Welcome back to Good Money Moves. We're talking about loans today, types of loans, secured, unsecured. And Daniel Schumacher is with us, of course, Jenna Tommel as well. Daniel, maybe could you elaborate a bit about the different pros and cons between the two different types of loans? Absolutely. Um, So to start sort of with secured loans in terms of pros or advantages, it can be easier uh, to get uh, take out a secured loan if your credit isn't perfect and and because putting up your property to secure the loan uh, will provide the lender less risk 
Uh, typically, there's a lower interest rate than unsecured loans as well, and the lenders typically view collateral loans as less risky, so therefore more likely to approve. Um, it may also allow you to borrow more money. With collateral, you give lenders a way to recoup their money if you default on the loan. So in worst-case scenario, someone you know loses their job or isn't able to make payments, we're going to work with you as much as possible. Um, but if the loan were to go into default, uh, we do have the ability to recoup some of those funds. So um, it also provides the ability to help you build your credit uh, for someone with no credit history of secured loan, say against their savings account, um, will help them build that score for future purchases. Some disadvantages of a collateralized loan or a secured loan, uh, your collateral can be taken, so your vehicle, your home can be taken if the loan were to be in default. Um, aside from seizing the collateral, lender may tap a debt collector so, um, you know, in financial institutions do use debt, collect debt collection services um, to uh, try to repossess some of those items if, the again, the loan were to go in default. Um, let's say you do have a savings secured loan and you're unable to make payments. We just simply pull those funds out of the savings account to make some of those payments as well. Um, Although the lender may restrict uh, how the money is used as well, uh, think of the case of like a, a debt consolidation of mini credit cards, right? So someone has racked up $10,000 of credit cards over the past 10 years and is really looking to consolidate things. We may restrict um, how those funds are dispersed if we were to do a, a loan to say consolidate those. So we're going to cut the checks. We're going to make sure that those uh, cards are then closed, things like that. Maybe yeah. A disadvantage, but at the same time, we're put, trying to put that member or individual in the best financial picture or best financial situation possible. So, well, then it, it, you're pushing them towards their goal at that point because absolutely, if, the, if they were to use it for something else, then they still had the old debt. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and that's that's some of the toughest conversations is the changes of behavior, right? Because you go from spending five thousand dollars a month to all of a sudden, you know, your budget would indicate that you need to spend three thousand dollars per month. So it's changes in behavior, and that conversation is often a difficult one. But for someone that is, you know, really time for a change and wanting to get out of debt, those are decisions that you know you you want to make together with the member. And I would imagine if they came to sit down and talk with you that it seems as if they'd be motivated at that point absolutely absolutely and and it's it's part of my job to lay out you know lay out what that picture looks like after we make the decision too right so um we would say this is the before this is the after and you know let's really push to get to that after because you're going to be in a better spot you get to be kind of like a cheerleader at that point. A little bit, a little bit. No <laughs> pom-poms involved, but yeah, no, I, and and it's gratifying to, to call a member, say, three months after we do something for them and, you know, they're in a better spot or they, you know, just emotionally they're sure. in a better position too. So it's really gratifying. So as a rule, I'm guessing secured generally means a lower interest rate, unsecured generally a little bit higher interest rate or maybe even much higher depending on the risk. Yeah, yeah, and I would say that's that's accurate across the board, no matter where you're looking. Um, but again, it just comes down to that risk factor, right? And how much the credit union is willing to take uh, is is pretty much indicated in what the rate is that the member achieves. So. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, what about credit scores? Do secured or unsecured loans have a different effect on those scores? 
No, so they, man, there's, this is a million dollar question. <laughs> if, I, if I had the answer to how credit scores work, no, I, I you know, <laughs> how many times a, have we said that on this show, right? Andy? Yeah. <laughs> how does this work? Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you ask Troy and Troy didn't know, then I, I don't know if I'm going to know. He'll start talking um, about capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll use English to try to explain it. Um, so uh, to really what it comes down to when we're talking secured versus unsecured, they, they basically have the same impact on your score. Um, once you apply for a loan, we pull credit. We understand where your score is, um, what might be affecting that score. Uh, but once the loan is funded, it really is dependent on your payment history. Um, and then if you do have uh, a credit card, um, that is where capacity comes in. And really all that is is just making sure that your uh, balance on your card isn't approaching your limit. Um, and so that's just a good rule of thumb is that, you know, if you have credit cards, they're really meant for emergencies. So, you know, if you if you use it for that, then, you know, certainly try and pay it off as, as quick as possible. Um, but Really, the biggest thing when it comes to secured and unsecured loans is that payment history. Just make sure that you're paying on on time, and uh, and uh, you know your score will reflect reflect positively for that um, in the future. So, uh, in the case of a person trying to establish credit, and they obtain a secured credit card using their savings or whatever CD, whatever it may be, yep, that. That gets reported back to whatever credit rating agency the very same way as if it were just a regular credit card. Yeah, I, and that's where the imperfect science comes in uh, because okay. we certainly we certainly just want to encourage positive payment history. Right. Um, but at the same time, if if you know you have had a neg- negative experience with credit cards previously, maybe a secured card is the right option at this time uh, from a, you know a risk standpoint. And those positive payments towards that card um, will obviously increase your score over time. So, in other words. This is a, that sort of tool would be almost like training wheels. You, exactly, exactly. You start to lay down a foundation to move forward in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and another way that I'm, you know, as we're talking about this, that I can think of where uh, having a mix of both secured and unsecured loans on your credit file could actually be a benefit. Um, sometimes credit scores take into account the different types of debt that you have to your name um, and whether or not it's all credit cards versus some auto loans and maybe a mortgage and then some student loans. Sometimes those types of things play a factor. So in that sense, secured versus unsecured could have some level of impact on your score, but it's more so about the type of credit um, mix versus anything else. And it, but again, to know exactly what weight that holds, it depends on what credit scoring model is being used. So We don't have the time or the knowledge at this point to cover that part, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about loans um, today, the types of loans that uh, can help you meet your financial goals and make good money moves. And we'll continue in just a moment here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Did you know the average home takes on 40 pounds of dust per... Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. We're talking loans this week. Daniel Schumacher, along with Jenna Taubel from First Alliance Credit Union with us. 
Daniel, um, maybe do you have any final tips or advice that you could uh, share with us about taking out a loan? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, whenever you decide to borrow money, uh, whether it's to pay bills or buy a luxury item or, you know, that new car or first car, uh, just make sure you completely understand the agreement that you're um, agreeing to with the credit union or any financial institution. Um, If a loan requires collateral, uh, maybe be the only type of loan a lender will offer you, especially if your credit is low. Uh, And what I always tell people is credit cards are a great thing as long as they're used uh, the right way. Um, And really that comes from education. And here at First Alliance, we try and educate our members as much as possible, especially when they're new to credit, of how much the decisions they make now can impact them in the future. Um, But if you are looking at some type of loan uh, over time, whether that be a car or a personal loan, make sure to familiarize yourself with the repayment terms. So what's your monthly payment going to be? How long do you have to repay the loan? The consequences of missing a payment are all very important factors uh, when you go to sign that loan agreement. Uh, If any part of the loan agreement is unclear, make sure that you're asking questions. Uh, Be sure that the loan payments fit comfortably into your budget. One thing that we do, which I think is unique here at First Alliance, is we we don't necessarily ask what term you want or how long you want to pay for a loan. We ask what dollar amount fits into your monthly budget. And if you don't know, then we certainly go over those numbers to indicate what makes sense. Um, Where I think other institutions will just say a five-year term and here's your payment. We try and break it down to say, okay, what are you comfortable paying? Um, Knowing how and when to borrow money can be a challenge, uh, especially if you already face financial challenges. So, you know, loss of job is is quite frequently over the last year and a half, unfortunately. And so how do we how do we navigate those waters to make sure that if if you were to say be out of work for a period of time that you're still able to make your payments Um, and then Remember, just because you submitted a loan application doesn't mean that you have to sign for the loan. Uh, we live in an environment, you know, you go to a car dealership and you walk out with a car that you didn't necessarily want 100%. What's nice about uh, here at the credit union, you can come meet with us, you can get pre-approved, and then that takes mm-hmm. the sort of ball off the table when it goes to purchasing a vehicle because you know in the back of your mind that you have financing through a credit union and that's here locally, and you can essentially tell the dealer that, hey, I have financing in place and, and I, uh, I'm able to write a check for you today or bring you a cashier's check to, to walk off with a vehicle that you're looking for. That's that's great. I imagine that there are circumstances as well where you just say, eh, after you get all the information together and have a chat with you or somebody else at First Alliance, you come to the conclusion the loan's not what I should be doing at this point. Yeah, time and place, right? And, and those are factors that, that certainly play a role. Um, I, you know, I spoke earlier about the stages of life, and you know, if if you have starting a new job or you're you're moving into a new place, you know, give it a couple of months and just see how your budget looks after that. And and if it makes sense to purchase a vehicle now, then let's move forward. But if yep. not. You know, vehicles aren't going anywhere. You can still find that you're making <laughs> bottle typically wherever you want, uh, uh, whether it be online or on a, on a car lot. So um, they're yep. not going anywhere. There's always another deal. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And sometimes, too, you know, just looking at if you're kind of right on the edge of, you know, between credit scores, if you gave yourself, you know, three three more months, maybe you'd be able to bump that score up high enough to get Oh, yeah. and qualify for a better interest rate and sure. save yourself some money that way. So there's definitely moments where 
it's okay to be like, okay, well, I submitted this loan application, but now that I know what I know, it doesn't make sense anymore, and that's okay. Well, as always, fantastic financial information. And uh, <laughs> and I bet there's a lot more information out there. We couldn't have possibly covered everything we need to know in our conversation. So, Jenna, I'm going to throw it back at you, and maybe you can uh, guide us to places on the First Alliance website or other places where we can uh, learn more about loans and what might be the right loan for our situation. Absolutely. As always, I always encourage our listeners to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. I highly recommend that you subscribe to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week about topics like loans, about checking accounts, debt consolidation, um, budgeting, all the things we talked about today. Even if it was just briefly, we've got a plethora of information on our blog about these topics, and we keep adding to it. Um, We've mentioned a couple of past episodes in this show as well. You can listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carousynews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn Podcasting Services. So that way you never miss an episode. Um, You can also access a ton of free financial tools on our website in our online resource center, Um, things like a downloadable budgeting calculator, a debt consolidation calculator. We've got a really easy-to-use smart goals worksheet and and so much more content there that can help you kind of make some of these really good financial decisions for yourself, no matter what stage of life you're in. Um, And, of course, I strongly recommend that you go and meet with our advisors like Daniel at First Alliance Credit Union who can help you get started making good money moves for yourself today. Well, fantastic. Thanks, uh, Jenna and Daniel. Thanks for uh, all the great information you provided. I hope we can uh, chat again sometime. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Until next week, this has been Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340.